Hello, and welcome to Get In, We're Going Healing. And this week, I have a special fun surprise for you. This week, we are doing Star Wars. In honor of Star Wars Day on May 4th, may the 4th be with you. Today, we're going to talk about Star Wars and spirituality. Yes, indeed, there is a connection. I'd love to share that with you today. I am your host, Tova. Let's get into it. So you may notice today, if you're watching the video, these are my Leia buns, my version of Leia buns. Rather than the traditional one, I have the, the one that goes with the costume, but I wanted to wear my take on Leia buns. I think they're pretty cute. I have a blaster here, I'm ready to shoot some scruffy nerf herders. Although it's not Leia's, it's uh, Django Fett's, but that's okay. Only true nerds know that. In our home, we are big Star Wars fans. Big, huge. It's a big thing for our household. So um, I'll admit when I came to this relationship, I had only cursory knowledge of Star Wars. But my partner is really a big Star Wars fan and has shared a lot with me. And then I've done my own digging and I find it fascinating. And not just from a geeky, nerdy perspective, but from more than that. More than that, you say? What is that? Well, let's get into that. So those who are big fans of Star Wars may be familiar with George Lucas based a lot of stuff on the Jedi and the code and stuff like that on Buddhism. There's a, a pretty heavy connection to the Jedi and Buddhism. So I want to talk a bit about that. So the first thing that's pretty obvious is the force. So the force, the force in Star Wars is the energy that surrounds all living creatures. Let me quote this correctly from my book, The Jedi Path. Yes, we're that big of nerds. Let me uh, make sure I quote it correctly here. Um, so the force is the energy field created by all living things. That's the simplistic version. Now, where's the connection to spirituality? Buddhism, or mostly any nature-based faith of some kind, believes in the energy force that exists in all things. Science also tells us this, that everything around us is made of matter, and matter is essentially energy vibrating at a certain frequency. I'm not a scientist. Don't quote me on every single thing I say because I'm not going to get all the terminology correct. This is my take on it. So if energy exists in all things and it's always just bumping around against each other, that's what makes something the different form of matter that it is, solid, liquid, um, gas, depending on how it's manipulated. So those those energy things, if we break us all down, humans, plants, animals, all of it, all can be looked at a, at a molecular level. And at a molecular level is all just energy bouncing around. We are all just made of energy, everything. And the Buddhists believe that is the life force. And that is the force. The force also uses that same thing. It's the force, the life force, the energy that makes life that is existent in all things. So the force, it's not necessarily the way it looks like in the movies. The movies is all about moving things with your mind, but a Jedi is not about 
the mind tricks and the moving things with the mind. A Jedi is kind of like a space ninja. That's how my my partner likes to, to phrase it. They're space ninjas. They're basically, a lot of the tenets are the things that you would find um, through like Buddhist monks and things like that. The belief systems, the martial arts, the um, the manipulation of energy using your chi, your dantian, your uh, solar plexus chakra. That's, that's using the force. Um, and as we talked about in our chakra episode, we have the different energy centers along our body. And that's also believed in Eastern medicine as well. When you get into the meridians available through the body and the, the acupuncture works off of the meridians and so does many other types of uh, healing that come out of the East all work on the meridians. Meridians are essentially energy points along the body that can be manipulated through different methods. So it's, this, it's not that far off from the idea of the force. Okay, so moving on to another concept of it. Jedis often focus a lot on meditation, going within. Um, a great example of that would be episode one. Episode one. Um, yes, episode one, where Qui-Gon Jinn was fighting um, Darth Maul. So again, if you're not a Star Wars fan, you may not be familiar with what I'm talking about, but if you are, you'll know what I'm talking about. At least if you've seen the older movies, um, you'd be familiar with that. So the scene where Qui-Gon is fighting Darth Maul and the red barrier goes between them and then he sits and he meditates and he sits down, Darth Maul's pacing back and forth in front of the, the red barrier separating the two and Qui-Gon goes into a meditation calming his body, calming his thoughts, calming his reactions to be focused. That is one of the ways that we can use meditation. Meditation does not always have to be sitting with your legs crossed and your fingers in mudras and oh, and all that. It doesn't need to be that. It can, it can be for multiple reasons, but it does not need to be. It just needs to be the going inward, the connection to self, the focus that is available. So in that scene, Qui-Gon brings himself into a calming space. He breathes, he relaxes, he focuses. And as soon as that barrier goes up, he reacts instantly. That was in meditation. That was focused. He wasn't, his thoughts were not clouded by all of the, the things, the thinking he had to do, what he was going to do, his feelings, none of that. Because a Jedi is not supposed to have, I guess, a, a big feelings. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, but Jedis are, are expected to essentially be the higher self if we're going between the, um, the ego and the id. So let's get into for a minute about the ego and the id and the connection, or I'm sorry, the, the ego and the higher self, um, and the, the connection between light side and dark side. So when you see light side, light side essentially is your higher self. That's what they build it as. It's the helper. It's the the detached. It's the witness. It's the non-connected, non-attached part of you. Ego appears to be very much like the dark side. The dark side is very much about giving into emotions, passions. Um, we see it in Darth Vader. We see it in most of the Sith Lords that it's mostly anger, vengeance, rage, the darker emotions. 
but we see in Anakin, the fall of Anakin to becoming Darth Vader, we see in his fall that's actually love, his love for Padme and his fear, his fear of losing her and his love for his birth family, um, his mother, and all that, that fuels those passions, those angers, those loves, all those different things. And because of that, he was unable to retain his focus on the higher good the higher self, the ego. Now, is ego always bad? No, no, because you have Luke who has love for Han and Leia, his friends, and you have like that connection as you get farther into the stories when he meets his wife and and starts a family, there is a deep love there and that can benefit you, but you have to know how to control And that was something that in the old Republic, they didn't teach. The Jedi only learned to avoid those things. They were essentially monks. They were like a monastery, essentially. No families, no no loves, no children. Your your service is to the force, to the order and the force. But we also see ones like Anakin who are trained, but had a life before and has those passions. Now, We have our ego, we have our passions, we have our things that we are drawn to in this world. We have our our 3D loves, I'm going to call them, okay? So on this plane, the the people we love, the the people we're connected to, um, where we have that deep feeling inside us, that bond, those the things that we do that make us feel like we are deeply connected, things like... um, you know, whatever your passion is, maybe you're a musician. And when you get lost in the music, you uh, like in soul, you end up in the, the in-between space where it's kind of, it's the zone, but it's almost like a version of space between the planes. We have that and that's, it's beautiful. It's amazing. It makes us all feel wonderful, but the Jedi don't ascribe necessarily to that. You can be in the force, but only in like this positive way anything that breeds big intense feelings is of the dark side what kind of jedi would i be likely to be a gray jedi because truthfully i do believe that is a a healthier spot a jedi may be like luke where luke has his family and people he loves and connection but still is focused in and aware on where he needs to be what he needs to do and his connection to the force So Jedi can also hear the force. They can hear messages in the force. They can hear messages from people who have passed on into the force. So they can do that. And so can we. That is part of meditation, connecting with our higher self. When we get quiet in a meditation, and I don't mean a guided meditation. I I don't mean to knock guided meditation. I mean, they can be very wonderful, especially if you're new to meditation. But the problem with a guided meditation is you've still got thinking. You're following directions of what someone's giving you. What I think is a a better meditation, if you're trying to connect with yourself, your deeper self, would be a mindfulness meditation where you are getting quiet and you are finding the stillness. And in the stillness, you are able to hear your higher self voice or at least begin to distinguish between your higher self voice and your ego voice, light side, dark side. So how does this benefit us? And how does this benefit the Jedi? Well, we know that the Jedi can do amazing feats, but those are all just like parlor tricks. 
at the core of Jedi is the depth of self, the knowing of self, the knowing of your connection to the force, the knowing of your connection to all living creatures and your place in that, in that world of all living things. Buddhists also believe the same, your connection, the oneness, the connection to the everything, the all. You are yourself, but you are connected to all the things that live because what can, combines you all, what connects you all is your bond with the living force, the energy that exists in all things. You have the same energy in you that a squirrel does or a tree or a bug. You are all members of the living energy, the living force. You all have that living force living inside you. So when you study Buddhism and you get into that, you begin to understand that there is a connection with everything. And you start to understand the force and your connection to the force. Now, when I said you can't do the things they do in the movies and all that, it's sort of true, sort of true. Um, I don't know if being able to move things, there is tele, tele, oh, I'm having a moment. I can't seem to think of it. It's not telekinesis that's being able to share thoughts with someone else. Um, oh, not there, can't find it. Um, but where you can use your ability to, of your mind to move things. There are people that uh, supposedly can do that. I'm not going to claim one way or another. I've, I've done some reading on ESP and stuff like that. I don't, it's been a long time since I've read anything and I haven't researched it deeply. So I don't feel I can speak to that. But aside from that, the things that we can do with the force is to go inward to feel like we are connected to the earth. Grounding can do that. Earthing, walking barefoot on the ground and having the energy from the earth come in through your feet and manipulate you that way. There are lots of ways that we connect. We can connect to the oneness around us. And that essentially is the idea behind enlightenment in, in Buddhism is to connect to the oneness, the all, that when you are no longer on this plane of existence, you just go back to the all. Again, throwback reference to soul, where the idea of um, to the great beyond, where the great beyond is just the collective, the oneness, that when energy leaves from one place, it becomes another. Science tells us that energy cannot be created or destroyed. It just changes form. So all the things that existed, all the energy that exists on this planet has always been here in a different form. And when that form is eliminated, that energy goes to become something else. So we are all connected to the all, the universe, the, the force. We are connected to all of those things. They are all part of us and inside us. And that's generally what you'll find within the Jedi and the force. Now, I'm oversimplifying it. I know <laughs> there's, I mean, it's, it's a very, very, very big topic. Um, and just trying to find a way to explain it that makes sense to more people than just the select few that are very familiar already, where at this point, I'm not telling them anything new. Um, there are books that have been published on this idea. Um, there is the, the Tao of Star Wars. Uh, I've seen that floating around on Amazon. Um, and there's also, um, I know there's also Buddhism and, and Star Wars or something to that effect. There's several books that have been published on the same concept that 
Um, essentially, Je Jedi are space ninjas. They are following those Eastern philosophies. So one of the things you'll find in like um, Qigong and uh, Tai Chi and things like that, it's all energy manipulation, slow movement of the body, controlled movement of the body, full awareness and meditation in movement. So you're not just moving, you are meditating on the movement. The movement is intentional in every motion is completely intentional. Every movement you make is meant to be exactly that movement. It's full awareness in the body as you are doing it. Movement meditation. Now you'll find a lot of Eastern martial arts, at least the ones that are rooted more in spirituality. I, I'm not going to speak to MMA. I don't find some things like MMA are necessarily spiritual. They are physical and they are awareness in the body, but they're not the same thing as spiritual. Um, so I'm not going to speak to that. Um, all, all the more power to MMA fighters. It's, a, it's very amazing and very awareness of the body, but it is not necessarily the same thing of slowing it down and being fully intentional in a more meditative way, let's say. So I'm going to put that aside. Yay, MMAers, not necessarily where I'm going with it. So more like the ones that are just deeply meditative, okay? Um, how to explain this. Um, okay, so a lot of things that Jedi do is meditation, a deep awareness meditation, a, a feeling, a knowing, a connecting. Okay, Buddhism same concept. A lot of meditating, knowing, connecting, being aware of the breath, being aware of the body, letting go of form, letting go of thought, releasing all those things and just being present in the force, present in the universe, present in your space. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's how I want to say it. Um, so with that, we can do the same thing. When we are meditating, when we are in our space, Meditation, a mindfulness meditation isn't so much about visualizing, though there is that as well, um, but more about going in and losing your physical self, forgetting that your physical self exists in some ways. Um, when I go into my meditation, there's a couple ways that I meditate. One of the ways that I like to do is uh, the headspace method, where you're focused on the, the feeling of the breath coming in and out of the body. So uh, you can be aware of how it feels in your nose, how warm the breath feels as it comes in and it goes out. Um, you can focus on the contraction and expansion of the belly. As you breathe out, it expands. As you breathe in, it contracts. Um, you can do diaphragmatic breathing, which we learned in, uh, in, uh, med uh, in uh, massage school, where first you expand the diaphragm, the belly, breathe out, and then you expand the rib cage, or sorry, breathing in, expand the, the diaphragm, expand the rib cage and the lungs, and then feel it in the mouth, and then breathe out through the nose, chest goes down, then belly goes down. And you're really expanding the belly and expanding the chest and getting as much air as you can. That can be a trance method by focusing on the breath, just the in and the out, and that's it. And that's all you bring your awareness in the in and the out. That can bring you into a trance state just by itself, focusing on the breath. And when a thought comes by, you go, oh, I was thinking. And then you let it go. And then you go back to that breathing. There's that method. 
There's also the method of um, like the, the guided one that I did where you do the chakras and you root yourself into the ground and you bring the energy up through your chakra points and then you connect yourself to the earth and then you send from the third eye or sorry, from the crown chakra up to the universe, connect your energy from the universe, come back down, flow through you and you become a middle conduit between the ground, um, the earth energy and the cosmos energy. You could do that. Um, I find one of the better ways is just to do like a mix between the two. Um, one of the ones that I like to do is I found it on spirit science, which I think is a great site. If you're not familiar with spirit science, you can find them on YouTube and they have all kinds of spiritual videos, uh, lots of different topics on it, but in their, uh, I think it was their chakra video. It might've just been their meditation video. Um, they recommended a method that I use frequently when I sit in silent meditation, I start by relaxing my toes and I do the, the, Real, the progressive relaxation, starting at my toes, telling my toes good, uh, good night, put them to sleep, move up through my feet, move all the way up through my body. By the time you do get to the top of your head and you've relaxed all your body parts, then you count backwards from 100. When you get from 100 to zero, go back to 30, count backwards from 30 to zero. And by the time you get to that point, you should be in a more centered space. And then you can kind of hear messages that come to you, which usually come as thoughts. Sometimes there'll be random thoughts that you're like, why am I even thinking about that? That may be a message that's coming through. Um, that's bring because you're already bringing that center down and you've kind of quieted a lot of the outside thoughts using the calming the body and then counting backwards, giving your brain something to do. So I find that to be very helpful. That is one of the methods I use regularly when I meditate. And when I do that, as I slip into a deeper a deeper state of that meditation, it's like I stop feeling my body. My breath gets very shallow and the length in the exhale becomes significantly longer. I might just have a slower, like a smaller breath of. Just like where I'm getting the breath I need, but the space between my exhale and my inhale is significantly longer. And I don't feel like I'm needing breath or anything like that. I'm getting the breath I need. And usually in that space, in the quiet, in the stillness, that's when the messages come. That's when the ideas come. It's like that's when I've opened myself to the force for the force to share with me what it needs to tell me, what information I need to know. So that might be a way that helps you. That is essentially the, the Jedi meditation is to go inward. So is, um, you'll see that in the Eastern, again, a lot of the Eastern ideas have this idea of the, the mindfulness meditation and the going, going inside and the connection to the inner self and all those things. Those are very, very common in many of the Eastern philosophies, um, Eastern martial arts and Eastern ideas, Buddhism namely, but I mean, it's not the only one. And of course, if, if you're familiar with Star Wars, you do know that George Lucas based it on that. So you see a lot of similarities in Star Wars that you will also see in Buddhism. And I think that's pretty awesome. I think the, the idea of the Jedi Knights being like different levels of monks and the Jedi Masters are up there as your Sifus and like all this different stuff. It's, there's a lot of amazing parallel in there. But I find it's very helpful in teaching my child about life, that we are all part of the force, that nobody is any different than another, no being from one, call it 
race class of people doesn't matter it, any of the classifications the labels in star wars is different races of people different planets different species doesn't matter the force sees them all as the same and that is the universal energy on our planet as well we are all the same we are all from that universal energy we all have that existing as part of us and that's important it's important to understand that regardless of whether you're looking at someone who's young or old, regardless of what their body type looks like, regardless of what gender they identify with or what they look like, none of those things, none of them matter. Race, religion, gender, gender identity, sexual orientation, none of them, none of them matter because we are all beings of the force. We are all of the same makeup. It's just our packaging is a little different. And our features, I guess, our, our extras on the bodies are different, but that doesn't matter. Our paint jobs are different. That doesn't matter. We're all members of the force. We're all members of the greater universal energy. We're all members of the everything. <laughs> I mean, if you want to understand your spirituality a little bit more, go deeper into the world of Star Wars, okay? And not the new stuff. I mean, all power to the new stuff. The story is great. It's very adventurous. It's wonderful. But it's not Star Wars. Not in the way that 1, 2, and 3, or 4, 5, and 6, or um, even uh, Rogue One when they, there was the understanding of, I am one with the force, I am one with the force, that sort of thing. And then deeper into the expanded universe books. And I mean, you'll find it in the original stuff, not again, I don't mean to knock Disney because I, I, the movies are the movies and they're good enough. But when it was Lucasfilms and run by George Lucas, who really does dig this whole Buddhism thing and all that, it, it, it was, there was so much, it's so rich. The story is so rich and so deep. And like the characters are so much deeper than the way that the new movies are. They've lost a lot of that component of the depth that can go into them. But I digress. Um, if you really do want to learn more about the connection between Star Wars and Buddhism, I do recommend the books like The Tao of Star Wars and different things like that. There are many books you can find out there on this topic. Lots of people have bridged this topic. Um, and it's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. Um, I mean, again, Star Wars isn't for everybody, but there's a lot I'm sure I could go into Star Trek and have some fun stuff in there, but it's not Star Trek day, it's Star Wars day. So I'm sharing it with you and I hope that you enjoyed that. Um, so just to finish out our week, let's do a card pull from the I Am Everything deck. Because these have been really popular. So let's do, let's see what we can find this week on the I Am Everything deck. This is a good one. This week we got card number four. I am safe. I am safe. I trust my intuition to lead me down the right path. Looking back on my trials, I see that I am still here and thriving. I always end up better, stronger, and wiser. I have proven to myself that I will always make it. 
time and time again. I am safe. Ooh, what a great card for this week. There's some trusting in the force there, your intuition, your connection to the force. The force will always lead you down the right path. Beautiful. Trusting in yourself, trusting in your ability to know what's best for you, trusting that you are safe, that you are taken care of and you are safe. What a beautiful message. Um, so that's from the I am media, I am code, I am and co.com. You can find that. Um, so yeah, I, I'm glad you joined me this week. I only touched on the surface of, of it, but I wanted to open that up for those who think Star Wars is just some silly Star Wars. There's more to it. There's, there's a depth there. There's a connection to Buddhism and that, that connection to Buddhism can deeply affect how you connect with the world around you. And how you see yourself as you separate from ego, dark side, to higher self, light side, and finding that middle ground in between them. There's nothing wrong with, with your ego. Your ego exists to protect you and keep you safe. It protects the inner child. It protects from wounding and, and pain. But if you only operate out of that space of protection, that everything is a threat to your being, everything is a threat to your well-being... Well, then the problem ends up being that you don't live authentically. You don't see the beauty in the world because you are too vigilant about something coming or offense being said or whatever ego story you're telling yourself to protect yourself. When we can step back and recognize those thoughts and say, oh, yeah, that's an ego, that's an ego story. That's Anakin being angry because the council wouldn't promote him to master when he wanted to be, or wouldn't promote him to Jedi Knight. And he didn't, he was not okay with that. He wanted to be promoted to a higher position. He felt that he was better than what the council thought, that he knew more than the council knew. Now, if that isn't your inner ego, telling you that you are smarter, better, better looking, whatever, than, than other people, and then judging them for that. There's your ego, because your higher self says, yeah, I might know that, and they don't, but that's okay. Everybody's on a different part of their own path. Wherever that path is, I might be farther along in one area of my path, and somebody else might be farther along on their path, but I don't need to concern myself with their path. Their path is not my path, and my path is not their path. They will get to wherever it is they need to go on their path when they get to that part. And if it takes them a little bit, if they meander a little bit along one side of the path and they kick a few rocks, it's their path. They'll get where they get need to get when they get there. You don't have to worry about someone else's path. You worry about yours. Higher self says, we do our best. We connect to ourself in our best way. We do what is best for our well-being and the well-being of those around us. Not doing what's best for the well-being of those around us and ignoring the well-being of our own. That's not higher self. That's ego. That's people-pleasing. That's trying to make everybody else happy except yourself because you're hoping for validation from the others for how much you're doing for them. That's not higher self, that's ego. 
ego says, I accept, I understand, and I'm okay with that. And we just step back and we observe ego. Higher self is your witness. Higher self is your Jedi, separate from emotions, separate from turbulence. So I hope you enjoyed our talk and I hope that you have a wonderful Star Wars day. If you liked this talk, don't forget, you can support me on patreon.com at slash get in healing. You can also send me a coffee at buy me a coffee. I'm sorry, buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash get in healing. You can also send, uh, if you want to send just a tip for the, the talk or a donation of any kind, I gladly accept them. Not required, but I gladly accept them. You can send them to my PayPal at get in, we're going healing. So um, I appreciate, oh, I'm sorry, at, uh, sorry, get in, we're going healing at gmail.com. Get in, we're going healing at gmail.com to where you can also send um, an idea for a show. You could drop an idea in the comments. You could drop an idea, send me an email if you've got a topic you want to talk about. Um, and if there's just something you want to check out, I send, I post inspirational memes and ideas and car tarot card pulls on my Instagram, as well as my Facebook. And you can find me at Get In. We're going healing at both locations. So, yeah. Happy Star Wars Day, guys. I love Star Wars. I hope you do, too. And I hope that if you didn't like Star Wars before, that maybe you might give it a chance. The old stuff, not the new stuff. You gotta check out the old stuff and get deeply into the books if, you, if that's really your thing. I think you may enjoy it. Or at the very least, check out the Tao of, of Star Wars and see if that's for you. All right, fellow humans. Love and light. Until next week, tune in next week for our Mother's Day special coming up for mothers and uh, mothers-to-be and just some talk with uh, an old guest of ours will be returning and we will be talking about motherhood and all, the, all things Mother's Day. Bye, scruffy nerf herders. Pew, pew.